Boom! Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Welcome to episode five of the Giddy Up podcast. Of course, I'm joined by, well, Mr. World Paralympian champion, Donnie Elgin. Welcome, Donnie, and happy Valentine's Day. Oh, thanks, JT. Love is in the air, my friend. I tell you what, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Even if you're not into the commercial side of Valentine's Day, we know that a whole lot more people are going to get lucky today, and that makes us happy. <laughs> well, mate, if there's any place that screams love in Australia, it has to be, uh, well, the sunny Gold Coast, mate. Is that uh, where you find yourself tonight? That's, well, I'm not sure if I'm in Queensland or New South Wales because I literally have one foot here and if I throw my leg across the road, I'm in Queensland and I'm, so I'm plonked at, uh, in New South Wales at uh, the Tweed Tower, Twin Tower, Twin Town, I don't know where I am, but I'm, I'm, I've been Sunshine Coast, uh, Ipswich uh, last night. Oh, that's the capital of shit going wrong because sirens all night and that joint. Okay. And uh, if you're thinking of a holiday in Ipswich, Change your plans. Stop there. Um, no, I wouldn't. So, so, so they're not getting a uh, they're not getting a shout out on the local uh, local shout out segment. By no the sound local of it. shout out to Ipswich, mate. No, sorry. Um, oh, but now geez. I'm in uh, I'm in uh, in the beautiful area of the Gold Coast, and it's very very exciting to have uh, have a lot of people here. Those that can be here, JT. There's been some drama down where you are, my friend. Well, mate, we, we have had uh, some massive storms for everyone who's uh, watching from Victoria. Um, yeah, yesterday, uh, big storm front came through. It was about ten minutes of unleashed fury is the only way to describe it, Donnie. There was absolute chaos everywhere. And uh, I, unfortunately, I was not spared from... Mate, uh, oh, no, really? we got smashed as well. Cheltenham was one of the areas where I live that got hit pretty hard. And I've, I've got some uh, some photos, mate, to share just from my place, so just to show how, how savage it was. So, oh, mate, this is my veggie garden here, mate. And you can see the little trainer I've got there for my beans. It, it's kind of tilted over a little bit there, Donnie. Oh, like the wind you're just was taking just... the piss, JT. Mate, the, Surely, wind was, that's... the wind was savage, Don. It was, uh... <laughs> that's cyclonic. Mate, by the looks of it, you got out of it okay. Oh, mate, I did get out of it okay. In all seriousness, no, it was. It actually did unleash absolute hell uh, right across Victoria. So there was just Holy trees shit. uprooted uh, everywhere, all are those around. Those power lines, the real deal. Yeah, they are the big, uh, the big. Uh, the big ones, mate, that carry the power to everywhere. So there is, uh, yesterday there was about 500,000 Victorians that were out of power. And depending on where you are in Victoria, they're talking potentially, uh, you know, five days before power will be restored. So clearly anyone uh, that is in Victoria and impacted this, mate, our hearts genuinely go out to you because that is not how you're probably planning on uh, spending your next few days. Wow, and which explains why our listeners are down tonight, JT. Five hundred thousand of them have got no power to tune well, into it. Either that, or but, we're just crap. One of the two. So uh, <laughs> let's go with the power outage. Yeah, yeah I like JT. the power outage better. That sounds much better, mate. And uh, well, I've got to say, um, I mean, look, one of the things, and, and we, it's not a, it's a conversation for a, a longer episode, but it just goes to show you how much nature can change things. And you know, obviously, the government at the moment is pushing ahead. We're going all renewable, and you sort of think, well, we're getting rid of gas fired. Uh, power stations and you go Donnie if we just got solar panels all over the state generating all this power and a massive storm front goes through with hailstones and wipes them all out what are we going to do for power we're screwed There's screwed screwed yep. so, so um, conversation well, for uh, yeah, yeah that's right conversation for a uh, much uh, when we've got a longer episode because we are going to be on tonight because we know that a lot of people have potentially got some things lined up so uh and if you haven't we still wanted to keep your company for a bit anyway so um we'll we'll warm you up for what you've got planned next 
Uh, well, I don't yeah. Know how we're going to do that exactly? I don't know if this is going to um, uh, warm you up, but uh, look, just going to uh, well, we're going to cross to our first segment of the night, Tony, which is well, you know, our little bit of bizarre news, which we we like to share with people, and eventually I'll find a little stinger for it. I'm glad you've got the uh, There Jack it is. Thing. Here we go. Right. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? Bizarre news stories. Well, Tony, on the run yeah. sheet that you don't have in front of you, this is your segment. <laughs> Excellent. Now, JT, is this where we get nude? Uh, well, I wasn't planning on, but hey, you knock yourself out. Giddy up. Righto. Here we go. So, JT, I went around to my uh, my wife's mum's partner. So, they live together. They've been together for bloody a long time. So, boof, stepdad, right? Yeah. And yep, he said right. to me, mate, go and have a look at this. And I thought, oh, like, he's... He's a bit chonky, so I'm looking for him straight in, right? As soon as he says that, I'm in. I go and have a look. He goes, check this out. I said, what is it? He goes, naked. I'm going, it's not my first rodeo, mate. I'll... Anyway, <laughs> what he, he goes, it's a dating show where people are dead set strip starkers. And so you don't see no heads. Well, not heads on shoulders. JT, what happens is people will go in, they're in a booth, Right in this dating show, Channel Four, by the way, in the in the UK, mm. and basically the camera starts down at your feet, on your thighs, and just cruises up. You see all your genitalia, all your junk. It's on display, and there, there's somebody there deciding whether they which eeny meeny miny mo. Here it is, who they're going to take on a date, JT. So you don't have to do your hair for this show, or well, not your up on your head hair. It is, and I was just like. You're shitting me. How did this get past me? Then I realised it was all blokes on display, and I thought, that's how it got past me. But, get this, JT, there's women do it as well, which I'm just going, I don't know about you, like, but I don't mind a bit of nudity. That's straight up, I'm a stark as any day, or any chance I'll get, right? Gear off. That's not breaking Probably news too much information, but nothing you didn't already know. But how this is what happens, JT. I think to myself, I'm pretty comfy in my own skin. You know, the bits missing and everything works how it should. But anyway, I'm not sure that I'm that comfy that I'd go and try and find my forever person on a show that is only relying on my my main member. Because, well, I just think there's got to be more to it. Tell me, JT, would you go on this show? It's called Naked Attraction. Would you do it? Not in a million years would I do that. <laughs> and look, I'm the first person to say I'm, I'm well, no, I'm not confident. I was going to say I am confident in my body. I'm not at all, But uh, which may surprise a lot of people, but I'm really not. But um, but no, God, no. Do you actually think you would genuinely meet your forever person on a show like that? I wonder how many, uh, you know, uh, well, I don't know what they call them, dates or whatever, have ended in long-lasting relationships. Well, the date takes place at 9am the next morning after the show. So, like, seriously, if you're going on a show like that and it's all about advertising what you got, mate, some of the best work is not done at 9am. Some of the best work is done, like, after the show when it's like, try before you buy sort of stuff. So, I'm thinking, JT, that this is a, a show that, well, what surprised me the most about the whole Naked Attraction show on Channel 4 is it wasn't this component where people get nude and try and pick up. What surprised me is that people actually rang the network and complained about it. Like, all the ads say, this is naked. This is how... Like, are people morons? Are people complete fools that they just can't think to themselves, well, 
what happens if I turn the telly on, there's going to be someone new. Can't they just go flick and go to the next channel like they do to us when they've had enough of our shit? I, know, I agree. Just bloody go somewhere else, buddy. Move yeah. on, mate. Move on. Speaking anyway, of which, we're going to move on to listen- our next segment. But yes, But listeners- if any of our listeners will go on that show, we want to know, all right? Hit us up. Well, don't hit us up. Let us know if you do it because it's probably a little bit beyond me, a little bit beyond you, JT. Uh, any of our listeners. Probably a bottle of vodka in it for you if you are. Speaking of bottle of vodka, we do have the uh, wheel lined up, ready to go. We're going to fire it pretty early tonight. And it is a Valentine's Day theme question. So uh, you'll be seeing it pretty soon. Geek of the Week. All right, just a quick one for Geek of the Week. Now, I I don't think it's any surprise to any of our viewers or listeners, Donny, that, uh, well, I've got a bit of a thing with sharks. Yeah, are you a fan or are you scared? Well, look, I'm a fan as in I respect them. I think they're incredible. They're, you know, amazing animals. And I, I would genuinely love to do shark diving one day. I'd be pooing myself, but uh, but yeah. I would love to see it. But um, the, it's funny, though, that we, we actually don't know a lot uh, about great whites. In fact, we have never, ever seen a baby great white shark. No one actually knows where they're born uh, at all. No what one's do you mean ever, we've never seen one? We've never seen one. Uh, it's not like we've had any in captivity. So no one has ever seen a baby great white shark to this day, like to this very day. Until Donnie. Oh, <laughs> did you breed one? Well, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> good thinking. Um, but um, <laughs> we told you we'd bring you all sorts of weird, wonderful stuff here. And this is no exception. We, we have what we believe. And I am going to share the, the, if you're watching this, I'm going to share it with you now. Um, if I can. If you're not watching, if I can find it. Tune in eight here, here it is. This night. is the very first suspected footage of a baby great white shark. And if you're looking at that uh, thing, you're going, well, it doesn't, sort of looks a little bit, well, it's clearly a shark of some description. But um, yeah. it was actually yeah. captured in, in drone footage and, and there's, the jury's still out. They're not quite convinced. Um, so there's, there is a lot of debate going on. it, But it's certainly got some very unusual colouring. It's obviously white. Um, and with great white... Yeah, well, no, what they think is this is actually a new newborn white shark that's shedding its embryonic layer. Um, and it will take its traditional colouring, which is, um, you know, for the great whites, they're, they're white and grey, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, and when you're looking up at them, um, yeah, they're white, they blend in, etc. So, yeah, so they believe this is the first ever um, footage, like the holy grail of, uh, of shark spotting and, uh, and science. So I thought it was pretty fascinating. And, um, just Did they to give you some sort of size analysis. on that, JT? Did uh, they say no, what, like it's no, a they, metre? Uh, they believed it was about five foot long. Um, so five foot for a baby? Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty bloody big, 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 uh, big for a baby. But um, Kim's calling it. Kim reckons it's bullshit. But um, I don't know. Jury is out. So anyway, uh, make up your own mind. Do your own research. We just want to uh, bring you stuff as we see it. We don't give a shit about research. (laughs) (laughs) Research the thing in our life, mate. Uh, Now speaking of, you don't come here for the facts. Well, that is very true. Now speaking of bullshit um, stories, Donnie, and fake news. uh, Well, you've got a bit of a rant that you want to share with us this week. JT, I breathed a breath of fresh air when I saw this story. Is it the right one about the airlines? 
Yes, it is. That's the one. Good, because I rang you during the week and said, mate, finally, bloody finally. I tell you what has really pissed me off in my time of travel. Now, I travel a lot, right? Every week I'm on a plane. Anyway, I typically fly, no um, cash coming my way for this, but I typically fly Qantas, and I've been into the Qantas Club for a number of years now, and it's bloody fantastic. Flights get delayed, they sort me out. Every now and then I fly Jetstar, and I usually carry a bit of gear. One of the things that I uh, try and do is I try and carry as less as possible, but it always seems to go over the seven kilo threshold. So even two mm. bloody laptops would just about get you there now. Yep. And anyway, I... I, I hate when they weigh your bag and you're looking around, here's this little midget kid who would be lucky to weigh buddy 40 kilos, ringing wet, and then you've got this great big sucker, like, you know, seven foot tall like you, JT, mm. but eating 15 times as much, right? He's huge, and he, this sucker would be weighing 150 me. kilos, right? And I'm thinking to myself, you're still allowed to say, take the exact same amount of weight, seven kilos in your hand luggage, Yep. that's frog shit. Like, this little kid's not weighing anything, they mm. should surely get some sort of uh, compensation for their right. weight, right? No. Dis- discount? Discount? Discount. Something. Nothing. Mm. No. no. That's it. So what happens? I'm just doing a little bit of Google, Google research, right? As I do because mm. I'm very thorough. Mm, and very. JT, and I found this airline, I forget which one it was because I did so much research. I think it was Finnair. And they're weighing people, JT. So you're... What do you, you mean? They're weighing the people. What do you mean? They're weighing people. So you're, right now, it's only a, a test, right? But yep. right now, they are saying, if you want to get on this plane, we are taking your entire weight into consideration. Which is, honestly, it's the first time a commercial airline comes up with something that says, this is not about making money. This is actually about the weight of the flight. And for me, I'm like, you bloody legends. I love your work. I, I just think that more people should be paying, use a pay JT. If you're a big fat heavy sucker, then pay more. If you're a little one, pay less. But ultimately you should, if they're saying, right, we're gonna balance this out and everyone's gonna have about 100 kilos, including your seven hand luggage, then give the person who's little a little bit more. And these yep. airlines are weighing people, so I love it, JT. I love it. It's a, not a bad idea. Um, listeners, what do you think? Uh, put in your comments if you actually think this is a good idea or not. It's certainly been spoken about a lot, but then it gets into that whole you know, murky world of discrimination. Um, is it unfair that if people are a bit heavier than others, Don? JT, it, no, stuff them. They just, it's, <laughs> it's all about paying what you're using. So use it. You know what really sucks when you get beside that really big unit and they're taking up your chair and their chair and it's just like, mm. oh man, I'm paying the same rate for this chair, mate. And mm-hmm. I only got my seven kilos. If, mm. if this was the case, JT, I'd just get one of the kids, one of the lighter kids, and I'd give them a leg. I'll say, you just take the <laughs> leg on because you're not weighing much. Well, Don, Donnie, I, look, I, I actually agree with you. I, I think that's fair enough, you know, um, and it shits me. In. But the other thing that really pisses me off with the airlines and, uh, you know, it? is to travel a lot my day. You've well and truly overtaken me now. But, uh, you know, it was always that the hand luggage, and they say, oh, sorry, it's it's over. You know, you, you're going to have to check it into baggage. I'm like it's still going on the same plane, you bloody morons! It ain't making any difference if it's going under or over. Like Jesus Christ, the bloody shit me I as just well, right? So. Or then what happens is people just open the bag and put the jacket on. Yeah, yeah. Put three <laughs> jackets on and go, on, yeah, yeah. "I don't need this." I'll take it off on the plane. So, I, oh, for fuck. 
Seriously, JT, we've got to get this shit right, the airlines, and I think it's a good step forward. So mm, Interesting. I like I, the other one I want to sort of talk about for another episode, Donnie, is height, mate, because, you know, not, not a short bloke uh, that I am, 6'3", or whatever I am, mate, yeah. so trying to fit into economy. It's it's not a comfortable flight. My knees are literally up to my chest, are you, right? Are so, you just crying tall for a free upgrade to business class? Mate, you can't even... <laughs> a, you can't even upgrade. And B, back in the day, true story, back in the day, you used to always, if you were nice and polite, which of course I always was, you'd always, always get the emergency polite. row seat. You know, they'd look at you and go, you're a tall unit. Uh, Mr. Tippett, we'll, um, we'll give you the exit row. And you go, good on you, that's awesome. But no, now, bloody, here we go. Grab for cash by the airlines. Now, I have to, you have to pay extra to get the exit row seat, which, of course, I have to buy every time I bloody fly now. So, but, um, JT, oh. I have no issues with that, right? But me, reasonably, honestly, mm. days gone by, reasonably fit. Maybe not as much now. What shits me to tears is being mm. enough, I'm missing half a leg, says mm. that I can't actually sit in the exit row seats. They will move me because they say, oh, you've got a disability, you're not competent. It's like, mm. really? And then they replace me with somebody that I'm going to stomp on to get out anyway. <laughs> and so I'm just thinking, nah, we've got to get... Exit row should not be about cash. And I think that they should, like they did years ago, they took the ashtrays out because they wanted to change the environment in the airline. Put mm -hmm. two rows in and just put that for the tall people. Seriously, can't be that hard. Yeah, you got my vote. Let Hold me on. in charge of the joint. I'll fix it. What else we got? JT, tell me this <laughs> is your segment because I'm stuffed if I know who the hero is this week. Donnie, this, this is uh, this is absolutely um, your segment, Donnie. Um, oh fuck! And I who believe, did well, I write Donnie, something Donnie, there was a pretty exciting um, um, and, and welcome, um, Jude, for just uh, joining oh, Jude, us there. Welcome, and, um, mate, better late Paul, than it's never. It's a very good point that you raised there too, as well. Sorry if I'm missing some of the comments. I'm running about 400 things at once. But uh, Donnie, there was a big event uh, a couple of days ago, mate, on Monday in Australia, anyway, at least. And of course, that was the Super Bowl uh, in the US. Um, <laughs> oh, now, a bit of mixed. But I did actually watch the Super Bowl. I had no idea what was going. Yeah. Going on for literally 99% of the game, but uh, no different to any other year. But apparently it was exciting. Went to a tiebreaker and extra time and blah, blah, blah. But of course, who gives a shit about that? Everyone watches it for the halftime show and, of course, yes. the awesome ads. Now, unfortunately, in Australia, um, we do get to watch the, the Super Bowl live uh, on Channel yes. 7, which, which is great. Um, but at the halftime show, they just get people crapping on about the game. Who gives a shit? I want to see the ads, Donnie. And yes. I didn't get to see them. But, of course, they are some of the best ads you'll ever see all year. And I think one caught your attention, Don. JT, it did catch my attention. I'll tell you what, I, I didn't actually. I wasn't in the States and I didn't watch the Super Bowl. But I did go looking at the after the show. I thought, well, what's been happening? And there's always something, an ad that just pisses people off or gets their attention, gets people talking about it. Then these guys are paying multi-million dollars Millions. for 30 seconds for a, a, a minute Most expensive ad, ad right? spot in the world. Now, the, there was an ad and I, I just sort of liked it. And the hero for me is the guy who's written the ad for the Christian mob. And they're obviously coming out of the church mob over there. And Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed feet. Now, the hero, JT, is, for me, is the scriptwriter. You imagine these people that have got to come up with the genius lines. This guy is probably pissed and he's had enough. Four days in, he's going, I can't do this anymore. Jesus... 
He didn't teach age, he just washed feet, didn't he? And then that has become the ad. They've created a whole lot of uh, controversial moments like police washing the feet of a black person. Of course, you know, they've got a bit of a reputation of killing them over there. So it was, well, allegedly. And the, uh, the really cool thing is it goes on and it has a whole lot of moments that have shaped time in America in particular. And they've got that, that, uh, the most controversial figure washing the feet of somebody you know the other person that's uh, that's in there and I just I honestly I thought about it I thought wow there's people that are really really pissed off that the Christian community could throw all that money away millions of bucks into an ad and I just go get stuffed it's their ad they're paying for it it's got us talking here we are on the giddy up podcast and we're talking about it buddy a few days later so if the whole thing about commercials is to get people talking then mm. it's got to be controversial it's got to push a few buttons and i just liked it it was something so simple has uh, has hit the headway so it certainly like did get podcast. some attention you're right donnie <laughs> i hadn't actually seen it so I, I i watched it so if anyone wants to see it uh, not right now of course because you're busy watching us but uh, don't leave here but uh, head over to youtube after this and just uh yeah type in um jesus washes feet the super bowl commercial and uh you'll get to see it only goes for a minute and uh yeah it was an interesting take wasn't it, it actually had a kraken soundtrack so uh, i'll put it to our listeners uh maybe yes. it might be a bit of a trivia question next week of uh what was Ooh. the soundtrack because it has a bit of an aussie uh Aussie flavour to the uh, well, to the commercial. JT, how good would it be for us to put that in the Giddy Up Podcast uh, Facebook page so mm. that you can basically get the jump on next week's... We will, we will do that. We'll post it in the page for you so you can watch it. Now, a couple of great comments um, that we got from our listeners then. One was just Kevin, just how much for a ticket because those prices for the Super Bowl are extraordinary. I think the cheapest ticket was $8,000 US. The cheapest Whoa. ticket. Um, and if you want to go into one of the suites, they were literally over a million bucks for a suite to watch a no. two-hour game of football. So just goes to show you it's uh, not a cheap sport if you want to watch your team. I, I, I dare say uh, many of the diehard fans don't ever get to go to the Super Bowl uh, and watch the team in, in the ultimate glory, which is kind of pretty sad, right? It's, you know, the corporate have absolutely taken over the Super Bowl. Sad my ass, JT. Who has the cash gets where they want to go. Now, speaking of cash, have we True. got the money whisper on tonight? Because he, that's how you get to learn about cash. If not, no stress. We'll get him on next week. Yeah, yeah all set to go. You, of course it is, Donnie. Uh, you got forgot that. to load that up, haven't you? <laughs> of course well, I, I tell you what, no, It'll be done. They're all good. Um, uh, but how good was it? A big shout out to those listening that were made in Vegas. Um, because Vegas, that's where the Super Bowl was this year. And of course, my uh, my fourthborn was uh, created in Vegas. So he goes to school and tells everyone I was made in Vegas. So really <laughs> what he's saying is his mum and dad really had a bloody good trip. But uh, yes, he was indeed. So JT, what else we got, mate? Well, just want to say, Evan also commented that, um, that Usher was the halftime entertainment. And oh, look, not, I wouldn't say I'm a massive Usher fan, but I don't mind Usher. But I, was, I thought the, show, the halftime the show was... Uh, no, not that one. But I thought the show was actually pretty shit, to be honest. And reading some of the reviews, I don't think I was alone. Like, it was a big production, but um, literally a huge amount of exposure for these guys. But uh, they don't get paid. Um, so really? despite the in insane amount of money that Super Bowl makes, yeah, they don't actually get paid. However, so it's a um, privilege to do it. It's yeah, that's exactly right. It, it's yeah. correct. You know, their Instagram followers jump by, you know, millions after the Super Bowl, etc. So best exposure you can ever get. But yeah, they don't get paid, which is, I thought, quite interesting. 
A bit like the Giddy Up podcast. Yeah. Hey, JT, one of my uh, all-time favourites was Bruno Mars, the year that he did it with uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. If you haven't seen I think it was about 2014. If you haven't mm. seen that, just Google it. Uh, not now, after the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruno Mars, and just crank it. Like, I shit you not, that guy is a born performer and somebody just always glued to the whole show. Awesome. Uh, was Bloody a pretty good awesome. production. Funny uh, funny side story. Um one of the the final sort of scenes was him on roller skates with all, all these um, you know dancers etc on roller skates and well one of the girls uh, that got noticed uh, got um, fell off the stage uh, on rollerblades <laughs> and she comes out today and uh, she's uh, getting her fifteen minutes of fame and like literally Is this like, the the recent one that yeah li- literally one, the one that just happened yeah, sorry and. Right. Um, black eye you know uh broken wrist you name it right and she basically just told her story that she got the call up the day before because someone had dropped out someone was sick or something and on the talent form she said her agent always said just tick every box saying yeah i'm an expert at everything right so she did so they've just gone shit we need someone expert roller skating so they've given her the call up the day before she spent all night trying to practice so she could try and nail it and as she said it didn't quite go to plan the next day so uh yeah it was pretty funny right um oh that is gold it's exactly the sort of shit that we would do jt just fake it till you make it and just get through the doorway exactly it's exactly Exactly right. Um, Paul's got an interesting. Um, you reckon he probably oh, wouldn't be. I tell you what, surprise yeah. me, right? Um, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Now, Donny, uh, trivia time. Uh, trivia time. Oh, we we have got, got a trivia now. Trivia. We've got a Valentine's Day trivia Ooh. theme now. Donny, again, I always put it to you. What what are our good listeners going to win if they get the answer right? Oh, JT, they have to win. A bottle of the finest. Now, one of our listeners, a regular, it is Kim D, has been a recent winner. And also we had Spiro recent winners. And they've both texted me a photo of enjoying the uh, the liquid gold. So it is a bottle of homemade spank, if you don't mind, and different flavours I've got. So it, this is worth winning. This is better than the exposure you'll get off the uh, the uh, Usher and the body halftime entertainment, mate. You get whack your laughing gear around this, JT. You are set for a year. All right, here we go. So as with all our trivia questions, you've got 40 seconds. You need to type in the correct letter. So it's multiple choice, A, B, C, or D. Just type in the correct letter. You only get one go, and all correct entries will go into the wheel that we will be spinning at the end of this episode. So here we go. Our trivia question for this week Here we go. We need a question first, Paul, your box head. Wait for it. What popular website debuted on Valentine's Day in 2005? Was it A, news.com.au, B, YouTube, C, Facebook, or D, Twitter? 30 seconds uh, gone already. Only time. 20 seconds to go. I mean, what popular website debuted on Valentine's Day in 2005? Was it news.com.au for A, B, YouTube, C, Facebook, or D, Twitter? Answers in the comments. And the time is out in. in five, four, 2005. three, How old two, was it? 2005. one. Keep there we coming. go. The answer we know there's got, a lag. Keep coming on, everyone. <laughs> there is a bit of a lag as they fly through. So the correct answer there was B, YouTube, 2005. Uh, it started. It seems like, yeah, it surprised me, to be honest. Um, YouTube. So YouTube was, was that first out of all the 
like out of that, like Twitter was late. I'm sure that's now. Yeah, Twitter's a little bit. I, Facebook was literally only a year different, and I have no idea about news.com. That was the furphy. So, um, so there you go. That was the uh, that was our trivia question. We'll load all your names onto the wheel and give it a spin uh, shortly. Um, but for now, we're going to go and take you directly to. Well, we like to just point out a bit of just this yes. wokeness that's just taken over the world, oh, Donnie. Shoot me. Shoot me you can't be serious. Ah, oh, Donnie. Um, now, what have oh, you found, JT? I don't even know where to start with this one, Donnie. Well, look, I, a long time ago, we all went to school. And now I don't know about you, but the tuck shop was I always did. a bit no, of fun, I did. right? I know it might not oh. look like I did, but I did. <laughs> and for the older, the older ones around us, you probably remember putting your little your money in the brown paper bag and miraculously... Food just came back at um, recess or lunch time, whatever. Oh, was that? It was bloody awesome, right? No online so orders and all this sort of crap. So but um, but now, Donny, you know, what was your favourite, you know, food? Do you remember from the tuck shop? Like, what, what did you go? Uh, yeah, I think probably a ham salad roll, like, during summer and during mm. winter at Toke Public School. And I got to be the bell rigger, uh, Ooh, actually, big just responsibility. recently when I went back, which was mm. really cool. Um it probably would have been a toke pie. So a toke pie during the winter and then a, a ham salad roll or, yeah, ham salad. That was the best one. Yeah, I well, love it. Nice. you're not having them anymore, Donnie. <sighs> what do you mean? Yeah, I'm finished school, Jack. <laughs> well, that's also true. And if you're still hanging around schools, mate, I thought that band was yeah. still in place, Donnie. <laughs> <That's, You're> like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a bracelet on my ankle. No, I'm only shooting you. There is no bracelet on my ankle. Yeah, right. We, we shouldn't make jokes about that because you do you do earn a living talking at school. I so do there go is to a no, lot no, of no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got but, to work um, on children's ticket. It's covered. Uh, but uh, our friends in WA, Donnie, I mean, you know, the government, they know everything that's good for us, Donnie. So in WA, in oh. Perth, the kids over there are no longer going to be having the old ham and cheese toasties because they have been banned from schools. Banned. What? Why? What? I say banned. No, not What's too hard, Donnie. Ham has been banned in schools, uh, in Western Australian school canteens, and it's all under a new healthy eating policy overhaul, Donnie. And under the new classifications that they're brought in, they are now reclassifying ham as red in their traffic light system, which basically says what schools can and can't sell. So they are no longer able to sell ham. And at the so they can still pack it in your lunch for your own kids if you like, but the tuck shops are no longer able to sell ham sandwiches. Thoughts? They're going to be a bit. They're going to be a bit frustrated when they find out there's a kid in the dunny selling vapes if they're not allowed to have hair. Jeez, that's funny. Like, seriously, at what point, at what point do, do the parents just go, righto, all the kids, we're just going to sit on the footpath today until the dickhead inside there changes the rule. This is gone. JT, this shit is going too far. We are going boycott kids, no more school, just stay home on your iPads. It's fine. JT, one of the main reasons I went to school was for lunch orders. Like mm. salad rolls, mm. like oh, this this is just getting it actually oh, hurts. I know. My head I mean, I would like it. to think that maybe what schools should be doing, just putting it out there as a just a random thought, is maybe educating people on the right foods to eat, you know, proper diet, you know, all that sort of stuff, instead of just forcing people to just follow whatever you're told by the government. How about we just educate people to make the right decisions for themselves? 
Uh, we keep selling. This is like that sucker I spoke about the other week, mate. He was trying to kill himself in that wheel of fortune traveling across the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let him go, mate. Yeah, People it. will work shit out. Uh, it's his very, very uh, this true. This is ridiculous. Now, Donny, I have to, uh, well, I have to basically just get off because I need to load up the wheel, oh. which means you've got to take the reins, Donny. Now, you're probably going, <laughs> shit, what, I, what the hell am oh I going to talk about? Me. So, the good news is, Donny, on the run sheet, you have nominated someone for. Dickhead of the Week. Of the week. Who was the you um, suck. JT, I'm going to go with the dickhead of the week. Is Oh, I've got it. I've got it. And fortunately, I saw his name pop up on here tonight. The dickhead of the week. Now, I need... This is not up to me to decide this, right? Because it's very, very close to home. This is up to you, the listeners, the viewers. I need you to tell me if you agree that this is, well, a dickhead move. And it goes to... Well... Said a few, but it goes to my future son-in-law. Oof. And I tell you what, when I say future, Billy is marrying my beautiful firstborn Nutto, and they're getting married next week. It's bloody exciting. I might be still drunk when we do the next episode after the wedding because I'm going to need to drink my way through this. But the dickhead move that Billy made, right, is this: Billy chose to do paintball for his Bucks Day. So. For those of you that don't know, paintball is for a whole group of people to have guns, air-loaded guns with paint, little ball pellets, and it's all cute that it hits you and makes a mark. Make no mistakes, it fucking hurts. So Billy is not, he's not going to be able to walk at the wedding. And main reason for that is because I'm on the opposite team. So I'm going to do my best to put as many pallets in him as I possibly can. I'm going to paint that sucker red, green, blue, whatever. He's going to look like the bloody LGBTQI. He's going to be the rainbow by the time I'm finished. I just want to know, am I overreacting to say that is the dumbest, like of all the things he could have done? He could have just gone and said, okay, we're going to go and do some painting like and, and you know, have a few drinks. And he could have said, we're going away. We're going to Bali. We're going to Vegas. We could have done any, he said, come and shoot me. Like, I just don't understand the thinking. And, and what's worse is that he's marrying my daughter. So this is, um, well, JT, is that crazy that anyone could choose to do that? Uh, yeah. Well, like, let's put it to our listeners. Um, you, you, guys, you guys tell us what you reckon. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to get involved in that family tussle, so um, I'm going to oh, stay just, right out of it. I love him. I do love our Bill. But <laughs> I just go, it's not a hundred. On my bucks, we went and played golf. Like, seriously, and we did get really, really ratted. But it was, uh, <laughs> here he is, he's put it up. Oh, now he's second guessing. Too late, sucker, I've already paid. You are going. <laughs> Cost me a fortune the amount of ports I'm buying. And uh, someone told funny. me it's not BYO, but I call bullshit on that. I've got some special stuff at home <laughs> just for our bill. Love it. Uh, now, Donny, um, while we're, we're uh, reading some of those funny comments coming through, um, now, last week um, we had the debut of the Money Whisperer. He was back again for 2024 because he just gives some bloody good tips in less than a minute, oh, which I I love because most people, when you talk finance, ugh, bloody hard work, right? So um, now Paul, um, Paul, Paul just had a good suggestion, mate. Do it naked um, for Do paintball. It. I love it. Are um, we still talking? Oh, paintball, right? And Kim's got a little bit of simply nice work. Kim. Uh, uh, move so on. Bill, Kim. You have got no a fan, chance, yeah, boring, whatever. All right, here we yeah. go. Um, I'm going to introduce the segment this week for the Money Whisperer. As soon as I find it, here it is. Here we go. 
G'day guys, it's Money Whisperer here. Today I'll be talking about home loan interest rates. Several of the lenders have now reduced their three-year fixed rate to under 6%. And while that may see temp- seem tempting, especially if you're paying sort of 6.25 to 6.5, my strong suggestion and what I'm doing is holding on and waiting for further drops later in the year. My personal opinion is they've overcooked the interest rate rises in the last couple of years, and when they start falling, they'll start falling quite quickly at the end of the year. So I am holding on and staying on variable. So that's my suggestion for next week. I will be talking a crypto tip and a stock tip. So I'll be back then. Cheers, guys. Bye. Ah, see, the timer didn't line up. He was bloody quick ahead of schedule today, but great tip on the home loan, Donnie. JT, I tell you what, I've known this bloke for a long, long time. My favourite words in that whole thing was this. This is what I'm doing. This bloke has his own skin in the game. He's not giving any of our listeners any bum steers or bullshit advice or commercial-driven crap. He's just saying this is what I'm doing. I love somebody who's got some skin in the game, and he's in it as well. So there you go. Later in the year, that's his tip. If it gets wrong, it all goes to shit, and interest rates go up really hot. I'll give you his details. We'll go on bloody firebomb his joint. I don't know. <laughs> Very unlikely to happen. And he also looks piqued my little interest there with uh, a tip on crypto next week. Next so week. very much next looking week, forward to, uh, to that one. Now, of course, every week it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't have uh, this little thing called, what do you call it? Joke of the week or something like that? Oh, dad joke. Dad joke. And uh, we've also got the wheel ready to go straight after. So uh, here's this week's dad joke. Dad joke of the week. All right. Now, of course, uh, it's Valentine's Day. So I thought I'd go a little sort of a love kind of theme with this uh, this Mm. week's joke, Donnie. So now there's three couples. They're trying to get married at the same church. And there's a young couple, a middle-aged couple, and an elderly couple. And the three couples meet with a priest and they discuss when they can get married. And the priest says, well, if you wish to get married in my church, you must all go one month without having sex. So a month later, the three couples return to the church and they talk to the priest. And he asks the elderly couple, he says, have you completed the month um, with sex, and, uh, with no sex? And says, yes, yes, we have. It was, it was easy, said the elderly couple. He goes, well, how about you? He asked the middle-aged couple. Well, it was hard, but, you know, we didn't have sex for the whole month, they respond. He goes, well, how about you two? He talks to the young couple, right? And the the boyfriend just goes, oh, we just, we couldn't do it. And the priest says, well, tell me why. He says, well, my girlfriend had a can of corn in her hand and she accidentally dropped it. She bent over to pick it up and that's when it happened. And the priest then tells him, well, you're just not welcome in my church. And the boyfriend says, well, yeah, we're not welcome in the supermarket either. <laughs> I like it, JT. I like it a lot. Mm, That's, All right. There's a bit of a theme running through tonight's show, isn't there? Well, it's Valentine's. There's a naked attraction. There's well, there is. And I've just got uh, one more hot tip before we do spin the wheel, Donnie, oh. because we always look for ways to for people to save money. And given yes. it's Valentine's Day, I thought this one just might sort of work its way in. What do you got? Oh, great way to save a few pennies, Donnie. Um, now, of course, it is that time of the year. As you said at the start of the show, it's that one time of the year when blokes are almost, almost sure of a good thing um, on Valentine's Day. And, um, well, as you get older, Donnie, I- I've been 
I've been led to believe that some blokes yeah. may have a little bit of trouble in the, um, you know, in the bedroom department. We don't want to get too Understand. detailed here in case there's some youngsters that Can't are watching. Can't give it up. But that's what he's trying to tell you, kids. Oh, yep, yeah, go that's on. pretty much what I'm going to do. Now, of course, there are some medical alternatives that people can turn to, oh, Don. Yes, um, you know, the uh, little coloured pills blue and tablet, stuff, yeah. blue tablets, etc. Won't mention mm -hmm. brand names. Um, but it, from what I've heard, Donnie, um, from a good source, uh, very expensive apparently, Don. Is it? Oh, I thought you would tell. No, I was just trying to catch you out. All right, nice. Pass that test. Um, <laughs> but, um, of course, we're always looking for ways for people to save money, Donnie. And I have found a rigid edge way for blokes to save money if that is something that you're having trouble with. What is it, JT? Well, what Donnie, I want to introduce the Brazilian... Oh. No, no, oh, this, is, okay. this is legit, Donnie. Don't, don't be scared. I want what to introduce... Well, it's the Brazilian wandering spider. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, what the hell has like this got to do with, with, you know, that little problem? Well, it turns out that um, this spider delivers a very painful bite that sends most victims to hospital. Right. Now, when they go into the emergency room in Brazil, they can spot the victims of the bite of the Brazilian spider a long, long way away, Donnie. I know where this is going, Jason. Yeah, um, because... It, it, it sort of causes a very, very long, we're talking yeah. hours long, yeah. erection. Like, just longer than normal? Like days or just hours? Hours. Hours, Donnie. Hours. Hours long. So, okay. so yeah. where I'm going with this, Donnie, if there's some right. blokes out there that are having some trouble, can't afford the little blue pill, get yourself a Brazilian wandering <laughs> spider. Spiders. Just get a pet spider, <laughs> just have a little play with it, job done. Then you'll be playing with something else. Well, we just lost the audio there, Donnie. Did I lose audio? Did everyone else lose audio? Is it just me? Might just be me. Did everyone else got audio? I think I just lost audio. Where's my Donnie gone? I have definitely lost audio. Can anyone hear Don? Can anyone hear me? Right. What about now, ah, JT? You're back. Can now you you're me? back, Donnie. There we go. Do you know what I did, JT? <laughs> I just unmuted. I, I, in all that excitement <laughs> of a spider biting, I, I funny push mute. No, JT, I haven't... <laughs> you were already searching up how to get a Brazilian wandering spider, <laughs> weren't you, Donnie? <laughs> I was, I'd bought three on in that time. No, JT, tell me, does it have to bite you? It just bites a human and that's the outcome. Not, that... It doesn't have to bite your hammer. No, it's just anywhere. It just bites oh, anywhere. Thank yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want it anywhere near that. Oh, bloody hell, God no. Thank God. All right, we're back on track. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so just thought that might be helpful for the blokes out there. So uh, Brazilian I'm not sure that that's wandering a cost, a what? life hack that any of the blokes are going to tune in from now on to your bloody life hacks. Mate, I'm trying my best. I mean, give me, give me a break. <laughs> uh, all right. Now we did promise oh. uh, we're going to spin the wheel, Donny, and uh, well, I am going to flick over here to the JT, wheel. JT, it's disturbing. I'm seeing all the comments come through, and they're saying we can't hear Don. It's the best part of the podcast. <laughs> Good stuff, Julian. All right. So the wheel. Uh, where is the wheel? That is the wheel. Is that the wheal? Is this the wheel? That's Where's your the screen. Wheel? Oh, that's, that's the my old screen. Can I just bring the wheel down. somewhere? There, there we go. Is. I'll just. Well, these people got it right. Uh, these people got it right. I don't know if you can see. Can you see that on the screen? I can't winners, see a bloody thing, winners. right? So there was right. only five, I think. Bill. Yeah, one, two. Paul W. So Spiro, Kim, Spiro. Ben, Paul, and Bill. Uh, and the winners. So here we go. The spin of the win. Good luck, guys. The winner gets the bottle of spank. Good luck. Um, may Hopefully. the force be with you. 
And all right, whoever it is, all you got to do. Spin is on the way. It is slowing He's down. Oh, still looking good. Will it go to Spiro? It's getting close. It, hey, Billy. Bill. What a great You are going to need it before we go paintballing. <laughs> Bloody oh. hell, how good's that? Um, yeah, that just well, we get some of that into you before you do uh, paintballing, all right? Yes. And after. Yes. Oh, oh this is for his wounds. You might be able to wipe it on and might get rid of all the bruises. Um, <laughs> Paul's right, filthy. Yeah, I don't blame him. Congratulations, uh, Billy, and uh, bad luck to everyone else. But uh, you got to be in it to win it. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best comment of the night. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, dickhead of the week gets a trick. There we go. It pays <laughs> to be a dickhead sometimes, right? So uh, yeah, Spiro absolutely robbed again. Sorry, mate. Jeez, that was bloody close there, wasn't it? So uh, uh, all right. Well, we, uh, we said we'd be about half an hour. We've gone a little bit over tonight, but hopefully we've Unusual. kept you entertained for, well, for hopefully for most of the show. Um, now, remember, we will be back next week make sure you share out the podcast if you can get on your page share uh tell your friends to come along etc so hopefully we can build this into something it's a pretty good fun uh and away from all the commercial bullshit that we get fed on tv so um oh, yeah donny um Excellent. have you got uh any final thoughts or For, are you just uh, you probably you I, probably I don't, don't you i don't think you submitted uh, those, so. yep i've got a final thought for jt it, here it is you got a final thought thank JT, it's Valentine's Day. My final thought is this, be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. And if you're not good at it, get a pram. That's my thought. I don't know. And if, that's shit. <laughs> we I'll do a lot better. Time, JT. <laughs> well, it's called a run sheet, mate. In preparation, oh. you try it one day. Uh, too well, funny. All right, thank you. Um, thanks, guys. Really enjoyed your company again tonight. I hope uh, you hope you had good time spending it out with us. Um, we look forward to catching you all next week. Uh, Donnie, of course, will be doing the big close. Uh, I don't know if that's a big close, but he does it anyway. So um, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, good note to finish off. <laughs> Yep. Bang. See you guys. Did I get it? Hey,